0: This is Comic Geek Speak, episode 1659. Come back talk! You'll be a, dentist. Be a You have a talent for causing fake pain. Hey, hey. Some be a damn test. People
1: will pay you to be you inhumane. You Your temperament's wrong.
0: <laughs> and welcome to the show, I'm Brian Crispin. I'm Shane Kelly. Still I'm Adam Murdo. And I'm Chris Everly you be a success! Yes, in case you're wondering, why we're playing that song, it's because our own Adam Myrtle recently uh, was on stage performing that in a local production of Little Shop of Horrors. Oh my
1: god, so that was you a... were You were playing music just now? I couldn't even hear it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, it was, you'll be a dentist.
0: Yeah, we Adam is actually in Stone Harbor, New Jersey right now, uh, via the telephone to story. We, we had everything set up some technical difficulties here, but we're happy to have him here. And,
1: uh, and I'm happy to be here via web telephone. <laughs>
3: That's right. And I want to tell our audience that Murd gave a star turn as oh my the God. dentist. Uh, it was a riot. Uh, Bravura
0: performs, my yes. friend. Orange Scrivello,
1: DDS. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I want to thank you guys from the bottom of my heart for being there, because it was... It, it was great to have some friendly faces out in the audience, and uh, you know, and CGS really came through for me because uh, you three gentlemen were in the audience on Friday night and on Saturday night. Who should show up, but Peter the Rios Rios, oh. his girlfriend Erin, nice, couple of uh, theater professionals there, and also Kevin Moyer. All right, oh,
0: nice. Oh. Actually, yeah, I missed Mr. first nighter, so that's why I was there Friday. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm glad I went Friday. <laughs> That worked out so much better. Despite the frontal downpour there. Yeah, oh God, I was drenched the whole show. <laughs> Adam, I gotta yeah. tell you man. I know I said it there that night, but boy, people who don't know you would never know what a sweet guy you are. <laughs> <laughs> you were absolutely horrendous to everybody on stage, but it was beautifully done.
3: Oh
1: yes. The illusion is complete. Oh, oh yes. yes.
2: Wow. You yeah, were you were one big ass, man. <laughs> oh, well, he, was, he, was, he was an SOB of the first <laughs> order.
1: Yes, if I can trick some of my best friends in the world into thinking that I'm a believable sob, then I've I've done my job.
2: I'll tell you, I was trying to convince Carleen and the kids to come, and and for various reasons we didn't. I'm actually glad they didn't. I think you would have scared Ben and Matt. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> so I'm, I'm I'm actually glad they didn't go for that for this one.
0: <laughs> yeah, this was. Yeah, this is my first time seeing Little Shop Horrors in any shape or form. I've never saw the movie. Oh, I've never, me away. Never saw any of that stuff. So, and I, I was so focused on the show, I didn't realize I was on an aisle seat down the middle. On the opposite aisle t- to me was Adam's parents. I didn't even know they were there to intermission. <laughs> I was so <laughs> focused on performance. And, you know, he it starts out on, you know, Skid Row and... You know, the curtain opens, and, you know, of course, I know he's a dentist, so he's not in there yet. All the vagabonds are going yeah, about. and I see in the corner, I guess, far right, as I look far at the right. stage, there's a there's a bum sitting there. By the thing I look at it, and it's like, it looks kind of familiar. And he's got a bright orange hat on. Under the hat, I saw a mutton chop to go, oh, my God, that's Adam! <laughs> <him." laughs> yeah.
2: He was a great wino. Uh, yes. Yeah.
0: Outstanding wino. And, of course, in my opinion, stole the show. Yeah, here. <laughs> yeah. A um, the only problem I had was when he had the mask on. It was a little tough to hear him through the mask.
1: Right, the special gas mask. Yeah, we we had a few logistical problems with that. We tried it with the microphone inside the mask. We tried it with the microphone clipped to the lapel just under the mask. We got a little bit of reverb no matter what we did. So we just right. kind of had to accept it as collateral damage and, yeah. and move on. But Either way, you could understand that I was dying.
0: Yes, yeah. yes. But yeah. uh, a, a wonderful performance. And... I mean, it wasn't really a high note, but he hit that real long oh, note. Wow. It was like, hold it for, like, forever. i look at my watch. Oh my God, he's still going <laughs> on. Wonderful, wonderful. So uh, kudos uh, <laughs> to you, sir. Yeah, that was spectacular. Bravo, yeah. my friend.
1: I'm very glad you guys enjoyed it, and I thank you once again for coming out to support us. You know, it's especially you, Chris, since you win the prize for traveling the longest distance.
3: My friend, it was my pleasure and my honor, and believe me, it was well worth it. I enjoyed it, every moment of it. I look forward to next year if you're able to do it again.
1: Well, I hope we, Well, they're going to be doing 9 to 5 the musical, and as long as it's in the month of June uh, when I can be spared from Stone Harbor as opposed to August when I can't, I will be there. I'm going to be part of the cast. Fingers crossed for the dadney well, you're, part. Well,
3: you're a shoo in for that part. Please, I hope, I hope that's they
2: another that. SOB, though, too. Yes, for right. oh, all. Two fantastic. bastards in a row. I'm going to get a
1: typecast pretty soon. <laughs>
0: well, before we get too far ahead in our comic talk, which actually, I'm sorry, we haven't, this is the first we had an episode in probably about three plus uh, about weeks. two weeks or so, yeah. Just things yeah. happened and so forth, but I'm happy to.
1: Mm-hmm. to Shop of ours is partially to blame for that. I happy know, to get us okay. more or
0: less all together here. But we actually have a new sponsor for the show. This episode of Comic Geeks is brought to you by Zia Comics. That's Z I A Comics. They are a comic store located out in Las Cruces, New Mexico. Wow! Yes, they're fans of our show, and um, they wanted to get the word out because they also have um, a podcast of their own. They actually do. um, it's It's on YouTube at Zia Comics. Also. It's also on the TalkNerdyPodcast.com. Basically just talking about new releases coming up to the the store, uh, new things that are happening, TV and comics. And they video record it and also put it out as as an audio on a podcast. And they are also, this has has me intrigued, the owners and operators of both the Las Cruces Comic Con and the El Paso Comic Con. Huh. So, hmm. Nice. Love, love, but I have never been to that part of the country other than, like, stopping in, like, I think, Phoenix or whatever on the way out to California. So, I love, love mm. to get out there. Some date at some of these cons. I mean, I just came from Heroes Conference. We'll talk to about it in a little while. But, yeah, so check them out. zeacomics.com. Also, their YouTube channel, which is under Zia Comics. And, like I mentioned, they're, uh, the podcast www.talknerdypodcast.com and thank you very much for sponsoring us here at the Comic Geek Speak. Indeed, thank you. Yes. Thank you. Excellent. So, as I mentioned, now again, guys, this is Lucy Goose, so if you have anything you want to jump
3: in, feel free, but... Uh, you know, Pants, as I was driving out here and once again, it's great to be in the studio, uh-huh. I was anticipating using the phrase Lucy Goosey <laughs> and I knew you would disappoint me. <laughs> Thanks, honey. Oh, hey, you're very
2: welcome. You you glazed over the wibbly wobbly though, this time.
0: (laughs) Sorry about that. (laughs) We'll we'll, we'll get to that later on, perhaps. Uh, Adam, as well, I don't know how you can just jump in, but if anything spikes your fancy, please interrupt, since uh, we actually can't see you. You're on the... uh, via the telephone here.
1: (laughs) Okay, I'll I'll try to even... uh, assert myself if necessary.
0: (laughs) But uh, since Adam was in a production of Little Shop of Horrors, he could not make it down to Heroes Con this year, uh, which... uh, Happened over Father's Day weekend, and we usually travel down on a Thursday, Adam and I, and uh, go to the show the Friday, Saturday, Sunday. But since he couldn't make it, and I was traveling solo, I decided just to leave actually on Wednesday, because I could, and go halfway down and stop at my brother's place in Virginia. Oh, nice. So I did that, and of course, it's a little bit out of the way than where I normally go, mm-hmm. so I had to go down I-95 for oh. quite a while. It's like, oh. it's painful. Huh. Oh, my God. But it was a treat to surprise my nephew, because he didn't know I was coming. Nice my nephew? He's he's six. Uh, he'll be seven in September, and he's, he just finished first grade. Wow! Yeah. So you know, it was great to see him, and I, you know, I I, I get all the updates on him and everything, and you know, everything I hear is that he is a voracious reader. Excellent. Uh I mean, they like know him by the name at the library wow. and everything. And now, I, I hear this said, and it doesn't necessarily mean that much to me, they say he's reading on a 6th grade level. Holy cow. Wow. So is, is that, is that wow.
3: He's just finished 1st grade? That's, that's very outstanding. Impressive. That's, that's a big thing?
0: Yes, okay. it
2: is. That he's is already
3: huge. ahead of most of the country anyway. Yeah. Okay, so
0: Well, you know, so he's obviously a, a smart kid. How, how could he not be? That's your brother. <laughs> You know, still into just, you know, kid things. He loves the Legos. I always get the Legos that uh, Uncle Pants gets from the Which store. You, what'd Pants. you give him? What'd you give him? Well, I didn't get him anything this time, uh. Legos, because... Well, I, I have the things in storage for later okay. on, then. Okay. Um, but, uh, you know, it just, just it wears me out. Uh, so we decided to, you know, play a little indoor hockey. <laughs> floor hockey in there. Oh. And, you know, he's a defense. He's running all around, it, and I'm like, oh, my God. So... I guess no active kid, you know, just, you know, loves sports. He can shoot left or right-handed. Wow, ambidextrous. That's Loves awesome. reading. And I haven't pushed too hard the comic book thing, you know, getting to that. You know, a, a little bit when he was younger. I think I might have got him, like, a small Batman picture book or whatever. Or, sure. you know, or get him, like, Batmobile, uh, like, Hot Wheels cars or that kind of thing. Sure. But my brother, God bless him, is teaching the classics of Looney Tunes. <laughs> this kid mm. just... Devour these Looney Tunes cartoons, you know, like the gossamer, oh, people, uh, you know, loves that. Uh, he can recite some of these Bugs Bunny cartoons verbatim. He loves, you know, Tweety and Sylvester, oh, Wiley awesome. Coyote. So we're watching a bunch of cartoons down there, a baseball bug. We are watching baseball that's my, bugs. That's my favorite. Oh. Mm. One, two, three, structure. One, two, three, structure. Right. So they were are watching, uh, I think it was one of the Rabbit Season episodes. I think it was like, uh, just called Rabbit Season, I believe, where Bugs Bunny and Daffy Ducker. Rabbit season, duck season. He goes, you don't have to shoot him now. He does. you know, the whole about shoot him now. And so he was reciting that, loved that. And I said, oh, one of my favorites is, is like the other one where he goes, oh, like I'm an elk. Shoot me I'm an elk it's fiddler and a crab. And he goes, oh, and Russell. Watch that cartoon. I think it's called Duck Rabbit Duck. <laughs> and then you know, I went to sleep and got the next morning. I'm thinking, you know what? That's what I'll look for. Some Looney Tunes comics. Mm to get involved in that. And I, I, found a, I found, like, one in a cheap end Data Heroes Con. And I know DC currently has sure. the Looney Tunes. But I actually you gave me a couple of comics yeah. I'm, I'm going to give to him. But there is actually, I think, one, maybe two trades there are. of recent things. So I'm, I'm looking at that to see if, if that's something like me get him into reading comics. Yeah. <laughs> you know, if he, if he loves reading and <laughs> loves cartoons, like Looney Tunes, ha, Well, Patsy, well,
3: my kids' inventories if have any Looney Tunes comics, Oh, I can well, Excellent. You. I yep. didn't see Some anything. of the, the only comics there, I had
1: but, when I was a small child were Looney Tunes comics, so sure, oh, can work for Alex, too.
3: That doesn't
2: mean that I
0: didn't miss them when I was at your store, Chris. I did look for them, though. So I was like, you know, because I, I don't want to... I mean, because I, I always think back, speaking of Peter the Rios Rios, you know, his origin to get into comics was his uncle. Sure. His uncle, That's you know, right. got him into comics. And, a little and, old well, trunk of comics. I could be that <laughs> uncle for my, for my nephew. Yeah. So I was like, all right, so Looney Tunes might be the way to get in. So he's coming up in August before uh, school starts, so I think I'll... I have a couple I'll put aside, and nice. I'll try and find that trade at a decent spot.
3: I like I like pants going all legacy here. That's uh that's <laughs> Well,
0: thrilling. you know, someone told me that I believe that children are our future. <laughs> Teach them oh, well. Oh oh. And let them lead the way. Show <laughs> <laughs> so, Okay, I'm going to stop right now. <laughs> 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 but anyway, so that was uh, Wednesday. They don't went to Heroes Con on Thursday. Sure. And well, I went, I went to the. I got down there on Thursday and met up with my friend, Wayne Musso, from, from uh, up there in Canada. Uh, we went to the um, the store, Heroes are Hard to Find. Okay. Because, actually, this is the last year they're going to be in that location. There. They're moving their location to a, a different part of town. And that's
3: the store that runs the show, Yeah, correct? that's uh, Shelton
0: Drum, the proprietor of, of, the, of the store. He's been, well, this is the 35th, con mm-hmm. for Heroes, 35th, wow. 30th, 30th, 35th anniversary of Heroes Con. The shop's been around for even longer than that. And it's a great shop. Yeah. I mean, just so many current books, trades, back issues. I mean, they even have, like, a – well, it's not going to be there anymore when they move, but they had a storage shed of, like, back issues because they couldn't hack them all in the store. They've got huge statues in the store of Doc Ock fighting Spider-Man. I mean, it's 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 a great store. And I've always wanted to go down there for free comic day because they have so many artists there – doing sketches and a line wraps around the store to get your book and get sketches. It's, it's a real friendly atmosphere down there. Southern Hospitality, of course. Which sure. Is, it's true what they say. So, But they're going to a new location next year, and uh, definitely looking forward to go checking that out.
2: I just recently posted a video on Facebook of his store, and I've never been to the store, but, boy, does it look nice just from that video.
0: Yeah, their store right now. Yep, so the store's moving. So looking forward to going to see the new store next year. So anyway, got down to HeroesCon and Wayne came with me. We're walking around, uh, checking out the new store and uh, check out the area. And then you know, HeroesCon opened on Friday. Uh, it's, it's probably my favorite convention because it's pretty much just so about. And I've said this, you know, ad nauseum no, about just oh, sure. about comics and the comic creators. And it's just,
2: I think of all the conventions I have ever been to. It is one of, if not the best, to get FaceTime with artists and creators. Mm-hmm. If you want to do that, yep. it's just an absolutely spectacular forum venue to do that in. Yep.
0: And I uh, was talking to you know Buzz, our friend Buzz, down mm-hmm. at the con. I guess like Friday afternoon, he goes, "Hey, I saw you standing in line waiting to get in. You know what? what what's up with that? Why did you ask me for a pass? pass? Like, I could have got you in." I said, "Well, Buzz, you know, first of all, thank you, but you know, I bought my ticket for this back in December." Because they they were on sale. I knew it was going to go there. And I know from working with cons that, you know, the earlier buyer tickets helps them plan out sure. for guests. And things. So i want to support the show. So, yeah, I paid my money. I was a attendee. So thank you, Buzz. But maybe some other con you can get me in free. Yeah. But uh, so I'm to support the con. I, just, I love the con so much. And it was great. Uh, I did a little bit of shopping. I actually have a few things here. I have, uh, let's see. I <laughs> I went off list. He wow, first, ladies and gentlemen, oh, he that's went dangerous. off list because oh. I I thought I had these books and I saw them cheap enough, so they're up for grabs for anyone in the studio who wants them. Well, on the phone, Adam. Um, the illustrated indexes to Millennium issues one and oh. two. I didn't even know they had wow.
2: that. Ah, see I never seen
3: those before. They're I actually see like an archaeological wow.
0: Line. Do, you, do you do you want them? Seeing? If they
2: don't want them, I'll take them. I love that story. All right. I well, didn't me, like how it ended, but I thought it was a great right, story. Right, because
0: the the ICG indexes. I have them for Crisis. I have Crisis. I've got them for I've got uh, some, some for Man, Teen, Titans. Some Teen Titans, some Legionnaires. Um, I think now they didn't do the, the Mahatma ones, but they did the DC ones. Yeah. I think like Mark Way was involved with these at some point. Wow. So Murray Gold. So it's good stuff. But I, I looked at him and said, "I don't think I have these." Turns so out I did have them. So Shane, here goes. She's one of oh two God. of Millennium Illustrated Index.
2: Again, I didn't like how this story ended, but I really had a great time reading the story. That story comes up later in another episode for me, I think.
0: <laughs> so. And then going through the back issues, you know, it's it's a, a plethora down there for like dollar books and less. And of course, there's some some, some better high grade and other stuff. Mm-hmm. But again, I went off list because I saw these in a dollar bin. I wasn't sure I had them. Turns out I did. Uh, issues one, two, three, and four of the '70s Steel, the Indestructible Man. Huh. <laughs> wow. So I don't know, Adam, do you have these issues?
1: I'm pretty sure I've got a complete run.
0: Okay, because it didn't last long. I think it was gonna be like six issues or whatever. Well, yeah. they'll, they'll stay here in the studio anyway, so. Let me see. I'm going to pass them on to. I know, I don't have them. Pass them on to me. And also, you know, when I go to these shows, I get lists to look for things. Like Matt gave me a list. And actually, Adam gave me a list of things to look for. And Adam, I found a few things for you. Nice. Okay, great. From the dollar bins, I found. Issues 13, 14, 17, and 21 of Godzilla from Marvel oh. Comics.
1: <laughs> for a buck. Oh, or Great. a buck
0: each. So I think that completes your run, does it not?
1: Uh, I, I think so, yeah.
0: Yes. So they're waiting here for you in the studio, as well as for a uh. dollar. Issue 38 of The New Teen Titans Volume 2. <laughs> yes, starring oh,
1: Infinity. And you, Brian. Oh, Wow. <laughs> you freed me to com- continue and uh, hopefully finish reading through my run of Infinity, Inc., because that is a crossover with Infinity, Inc. Yep. And I stalled out in the fall of last year <laughs> when I realized that I couldn't <laughs> keep going with my reading until I read that darn crossover, and I haven't been able to find it any place. So, thank you.
0: Oh, you're very welcome. So, again, yeah, I just love been just going through the back. And I, I found a lot of, you know, recent-ish books that uh, I didn't have, uh, if I write down, like some rebirth books of Batman and Superman since I wasn't really... Um, keeping up on that stuff currently, but yeah, as, as as well as the shopping down there, and we mentioned the guests, the panels down there, are just just knock me out. So I went to uh, the Inkwell Awards panel Friday afternoon, and the Inkwell Awards are just what? Well, I guess you probably wouldn't know. So they're about comic book inkers. Um, Bob Almond, as well you know, Chris, one of your I have many, I've bought many pages from the man. Yes. Uh, a lot of Black Panther stuff. He's, he's going
3: to the show I'm doing this weekend. Yes.
0: Actually. We'll get to that in a minute. Indeed. Uh, um, he's started the Inkwell Awards a while ago uh, with a lot of help backers. You know, Joe Stinnett is a big backer of this. And it's celebrating and recognizing uh, Comicdom's finest inkers. And they had an award ceremony at, uh, at Heroes Con because the Eisner Awards actually dropped inking awards several years ago. Oh, wow.
2: Yeah. I didn't remember that.
0: So I always like going to this, and it's not very well-attended down at Heroes come. There might have been maybe 20, 30 people at at, at the panel there. And actually, it was a long panel because it was more like an award show. But they had guest speaker Joe Giella Mm
3: -hmm.
0: was a a guest speaker there. And I won't run down all the list of awards there, but as they were (laughs) reading off the nominees, I'm thinking, I I better know who won because I see the person in the audience was there. Like, for instance, oh, there's Eric Larson. So Eric Larson was there, Jerry Ordway, Uh Scott Hanna. Wow. Jonathan Glapian, and, you know, all winning some awards. And then they were up there on the panel and had a Q&A, and then it just divulged in this whole discussion among themselves, and it went on and on and on, and you didn't really want it to stop because it was just gold up there. And now I, I, believe they, I believe they did record it for their own purposes, the mm-hmm. Equal Awards. But, I mean, the panel ran almost to, like, an hour and a half, or forty five hour 45 minutes. I'm like, I'm with my watch, and the show was almost over. And I was, But it was fine, because it was just great hearing them talk about their craft, and just talk about comics and editors and, you know, stories. And it was just a hoot and a half. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it's just, you know, there's just so much history down there uh, at, at these Heroes Comp panels, and this was one of them I was, I was happy I went to. I think Adam went with the last couple of them, right, Adam?
1: Oh, yes, I, I was with you at the, at the last couple, yes. Um... You mentioned Scott Hanna. Yes. Uh, Did he win anything? He did.
0: Gosh, I I should should look up what he won, quite frankly.
1: I didn't mean to put you on the spot, but I I did look at uh, the Inkwell. I think I got an email about it, actually, the the Inkwell Awards. And So I did take a moment to look at the nominees, and I did see that his name was up for a couple of awards this year, and uh, he is one of my very favorite inkers.
0: Yeah, he actually won for favorite inker as well as the props for Inker deserving of more attention. So he actually won two Inkwell wow. awards.
1: Well, I've been doing my bit to give him that more attention for the last several years, so I'm glad it's official now.
0: Yeah, so so that that was cool for Friday. Um, and, I, again, I'm just, I am just I do have some shout-out lists, so I'm just sort of going all over the place here because my notes are, well, you know me. I can't of read all my notes. Um, and then Saturday, oh, Saturday, some of the panels Saturday. I had, had to make some... Sophie's Choice-type decisions Jeez, on, on, on <laughs> what panels to go to. I mean, I exaggerate. Um, Saturday at 11 o'clock, they had a Jim Steranko panel and a Tomorrow's panel. I oh, go to tomorrow's.
3: that's an easy choice. I went to Tomorrow's panel. Yeah, and, yeah, and, actually my tomorrow's. Friend,
0: and actually, Wayne went to Steranko and admitted to me later on that I made the right choice. <laughs> uh, I, would, I loved it. actually spoke a year or two ago at the Equal Awards. Mm-hmm. About Dan Atkinson, it was it was quick. Cause I'd never heard, and of course, he's a Reading native, mm-hmm. right? And I'd never really heard him speak before, and it was riveting. But I went to tomorrow's panel instead. And actually, from what Wayne told me, he was talking about rock and roll music at his panel for a while. So I'm, I'm glad I went to the uh, tomorrow's panel. But It was tomorrow's panel with um, moderated by Eric Nolan, with, moderated by Eric Nolan Wellington, with Roy Thomas talking oh, about alter wow. ego. Wow. And Michael Gurri talking about back issues, uh,
3: and quite frankly, Jamie were in there. Yeah,
0: you're not kidding. If you're at a convention where Roy Thomas I, is on a panel, uh-huh. you go to that panel. Whew. Now they talked about that he talks ninety miles a minute, but he, he's fifty plus years in the business. Yep. He was there. He was, like, he was like right behind Stan Lee at Marvel 1965, and worked with with DC. And the stories he has, and I wish I could retell some of the jokes. He told, he told a couple of jokes about talk about Fu Manchu and how his involvement with, with that, with the whole...
3: Uh, Sax, Romer, License,
0: Master of Kung Fu. Master yep. of Kung Fu. There was a whole story about him and Carmen, Carmen Infantino. But listening to uh, Michael Urey and Roy Thomas talking about their respective books with Tomorrow Publishing, you know, Alter Ego is more about the Golden Age and Silver right. Age, and Back Issue is more Bronze, Copper Age, yep. talking about publishing, creators, fandom... And they were talking about their plan, like, almost the next, like, year, year and a half, their next publishing, publishing history. And wow. I'm like, amazing Any stuff. interesting morsels you want to share with us? If I would have been taking notes <laughs> and had a memory like a steel truck like Murd does, I would have recited them to you verbatim, but I I'm, That's I, all right. I, I look forward I to being surprised. But there's some great stuff coming up. And also at 1130, there was actually an original art panel. I, I, just, I just skipped that because I wanted to go see Roy Thomas talk.
2: Yeah, it was it was it was well worth it.
3: Roy Thomas is one of my hero creators, both as a uh, f- fundamentally important comic book writer, but also as an archivist and an historian through his work in Alter Ego, and, uh, and he's someone who I've always wanted to meet and just shake his hand, get him to sign my Roy Thomas uh, deluxe Hardcore Marvel release some years back. I have yet to be at a show that he's been at, yeah. so I mean, that's, you know, that's a goal
0: with him and Jerry Bales starting Alter Ego back in the '60s and. Their work, you know, behind the scenes, you know, with, like talk with Gardner Fox about Justice League and just, they were there, not there at the beginning of Phantom, but they were one of the biggest fans of comics, started the fanzines, and yeah. his stories are great. So later on Saturday, there was a 4 o'clock panel and a 4.30 panel had a little bit, now this is the 4 o'clock panel I did not go to, and this was really tough. Jose Garcia uh, Lopez. Uh. And Lee Weeks Mm. are going to draw and talk live, and you get a raffle ticket to possibly win the art they're drawing there. wow. Wow. I skipped that panel because I didn't want to leave early because at 4.30, all-star squadron panel. (gasps) Roy Thomas... Jerry Ordway, mm. and Arvel Jones, wow. moderated by Michael Yuri, And this Ooh. one, I believe, was recorded to be transcribed in a future edition of Back Issue
3: Magazine. Oh. Yeah, they do that sometimes. Pants, I, for, as far as I'm concerned, you made the right choice.
0: Whew. That was... I mean, That's a tough one. Granted, you know, Jose Garcia Lee Weeks, three artwork, podcast, ha ha! I, I had to go to this All-Star Squadron panel. And I'm so glad I did, because I could just... I was at a panel in Connecticut last. Uh, I'm sorry, two years ago with Roy Thomas, I don't know you mentioned and we were already talking about All Star Squadron, and wow. it, it's just amazing. And now, this is the panel, and this I talk about this all the time. I have to go back now, and dig out my All Star Squadrons, my Infinity Inks, mm-hmm. my Young All Stars, start reading acts of the game because I got so jazzed hearing them talk about the stories. You know, some of the stuff has been recounted before in things just like. Uh, modern Masters Jerry Ordway, mm-hmm. because he was talking about, like, during his work on Ultra Squadron, he pitched a Huntress story in 1985. He pitched a story pairing up the Huntress with newly acquired Nightshade. But when Helen Wayne died in crisis, his story died along with her. I didn't know that. Mm. Now, of course, it's in the, in the book, which I had not read, but Jerry was talking about that on well, the panel, they're talking. Now, of course, Rich Buckler was supposed to be there as well, but of course, he passed away about a month before the con. Mm-hmm. So he would have been there talking about the, the story as well. And wow. I didn't know that the first issue of All-Star Squadron, many of the pages got lost in FedEx. So Jerry Ordway was inking off of photocopies for like, the first issue on Vellum. I didn't know that. Again, again a great story. And Michael Urie knew it was going to happen. but He also brought up to Roy Thomas, and Adam will appreciate this, about his thoughts on crisis.
2: Oh,
1: boy. <laughs> Adam, are you, are you aware of his Roy thoughts Tom's on crisis, Adam? I don't think he ever quite recovered from the blow.
0: <laughs> right. He was very diplomatic, but, you know, he went through it. He was, he was a professional, very, after all. Yeah, he was very honest about how they were telling him one thing and doing another, but it was great to just be there and, and see that panel. And I had never met Arvell Jones. He worked on a lot of the later issues. And it turns out he mentioned one of his other discussions that he really hasn't done cons in quite a while. And I was like, oh, my God, there's Arvel Jones. I, I, I haven't seen him before. I didn't even know he was still, you know, wow. going to cons. So it was great to see him. So that was, no pun intended, an all-star panel. And I'm, yeah. oh, I was like, oh, now I'm so jazzed to start digging in my back issues again for that. Wow. So, God bless Heroes Con. I should try to do that with you. I've never read
2: all three of those series all the way through.
0: Really? I have them all. Oh, you also have to get just League of America one ninety three. I have that one because it has a sixteen page bonus, which, which started out. Yeah. oh, but it's just. I mean, I'm sorry, I'm going on and on about how just fancy. We love the enthusiasm,
2: man. That panel, but you, you, those choices. Woo, but yeah, I think you. Made but the right I, I think one I know there. I made the right choice in both of my ah. panel
0: decisions there. Uh, and then, of course, Saturday night they have the original art auction. That's fun. That now that's fun. Now I, I didn't spend much time there because. <laughs> I really couldn't buy anything, and what that is, is people who uh, go to the show uh, either donate artwork or they draw things at the show to Mm -hmm. be auctioned off. Helps raise money to continue the con, you know, bringing guests in with travel and so forth. So it's sort of a
2: self-perpetuating,
0: pay it forward kind of thing. Is and the art is great, but I'm more of a published page kind of person. Published comics as opposed to getting some great auric that I didn't really necessarily commission, but still some great pieces
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, uh, And But before that started, Scott Shaw had a presentation. I'm sorry, Scott Shaw!
1: <laughs> had a, had a yeah, presentation. you got to put the exclamation point on the end. Of
0: course, <laughs> he of Captain Carrot and the Amazing Zoo Crew. Um, he has a presentation he does at a Comic-Con every now and then called uh, Oddball Comics. Oh, yes. Where he was slides, and on a big screen... You see these, like, Silver Age covers, and it's just like, what the hell were they thinking? Just, you know, all kinds of crazy, again, a lot of Jimmy Olsen covers. Of course. Superman, you know, Lois Lane covers. But there's, like, themes. Like, there's a Batman. There's Batman covers where Robin's in the corner of all the, all of the issues and so forth. Um, and now that was held in the panel room before the auction started. Mm-hmm. And it was a big room, and people were talking aloud, and I only really could hear clearly the first half of the presentation, but it was still great to see the covers go up there because he was commentating on it as it was going on. And some of these covers, you wouldn't necessarily think twice about looking through them in a a back issue bin. But when he puts them on a big screen and does a commentary on them, and you're thinking, oh, my God, I'll give you an example. I will never again, and I'll show it to you, and you can pull it up on your screen, and you can do it at, at home, you listeners, and, of course, Adam. Adventure Comics, number 420... On the big screen, take a look at that cover. What number is it? 420. Um, just the... I think he said that this was a George Lando-inspired um, cover, and it said, sex sells. So, that's all I'm going to say about that. <laughs> and it's like, I can't look at it the same way again when he... put it. Yeah. <laughs> um, suffice it to
3: say... I, I I haven't had a say about that. It's just. Speaking of that shame, would you hand me the li- whatever the most recent Overstreet guide is behind you?
0: Sure. <laughs> oh my God! So that that was a great presentation, and of course they raised a lot of money to bring folks back again next year. And um, Sunday, I had to leave early because I needed to get back home. But there was another great panel. Unfortunately, I missed this panel on Sunday. Ugh. Listen to this panel: Modern Masters, Ugh. hosted. By Eric Nolan Wellington, This is the panelists: Jerry Ordway, Alan Davis, oh. and Lee Weeks. Oh wow! But it was late in the day, and I needed to get home, so I had to skip that panel.
2: Because sometimes you do stay till Monday.
0: Sometimes okay. I do, but I, you know, I, I needed to to work o- on Monday, so actually I, ma- I made it home in eight and a half hours. Oh my
2: God, <laughs> <Ow>. North
3: <Carolina. clears throat> what, um, <clears throat> what are you looking up there, Chris? In the, uh, well, the well, I want to talk about the theme of sex suggestive covers. One of the all time greats. We all no doubt remember the 80s cheesy classic, ALF,
0: um, on oh,
3: television. Yes. Okay. Now, Marvel did an, a, a comic adaptation.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Okay. Let me see if they noted it here. Okay. Issue 48. Okay. Now, the Overstreet description is, Risqué ALF with seal <laughs> cover. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So... <laughs> I I wanna keep this relatively family oriented. So all wow.
1: says-
3: <laughs> Oh my god. Those listening at home, just pull this cover up online. <laughs> now there's a comics code seal of approval on that cover. It sure is. It is one of the most oh hilariously sexist gist of covers I've ever seen <laughs> in comics. Oh. And the fact that it's ALF just makes it all the, all the sweeter. Uh, and ALF so, is saying, wow. so hurry up already. Is like, oh, my <laughs> God. Have you guys ever seen that coming? I have know. never seen that coming. So
1: the- I didn't even know ALF got to 48 issues. <laughs> it <editions. laughs> got to 50 issues, actually. Wow. 50 exactly.
3: My goodness. Wow. So. a little public service announcement for uh, lewdness <laughs> for the day. <laughs>
0: uh, I do have a uh, couple of shout-outs I want to mention. So... I was staying at the uh, the hotel there, and uh, I guess it was Friday morning. I was headed down to the con. You know, again, I was relaxing. like around 9, 30, 12 percent. i can like around 11. And getting on the elevator, somebody else in front of me getting on the elevator on my floor, and we're just, you know, the door opens, and we're sort of like, oh, you first? No, you first. So we're just, you know, we talking, for, and we went, went on. i both going to the same place. And when I said that, he goes, well, I like your show. I'm like, Oh, what do you, What are what, what you talking? So I recognized my voice, and his name was Chuck. Man, met him on the elevator so <laughs> listeners by well, my voice recognized me. Uh God, who else might south writer to Chris Calloway Uh from oh my god, he, the podcast, I can't uh, it's escaping me right now. Um a friend Josh, who I we Adam, I saw down at um Alex Rock signing in Virginia, he's usually also always at Baltimore. I got to hang out with him. Thank God he put up with me because I, there, there, well there are a few times, usually I'm pretty quiet. You know when I when I go out, but we got started talking about Letterman, oh. and I wouldn't shut up.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and
0: that's one of the rare topics. So I, he he was fine with it because he's a big fan of Letterman So we talked. We talked about that. Ran Stuart McMillan. All right, I was good to see Stuart again, and uh, he had a nice experience. I think it was, think it was a Saturday morning. He was reading one of the Kelly of comics. Um, comics. I forget which one he was reading. And it was he put it down and left the bre- left the breakfast place and there she was coming in so we got to immediately talked to her right away like, I I love your book. So that was, it was that, uh. that, that's the kind of thing just people keep walking in and out yeah I also want to mention talk about Jerry Ordway he had one of the hugest lines good at their, uh, as as did um, Kelly Schukinik and Matt Fraction wow oh uh, God uh, Alan Davis had had a, had mm-hmm. a huge had a huge line. Uh, Jim Steranko had a huge line. Just seeing all, you know, Jason Aaron. Uh, just seeing these creators have huge lines just, like, warmed the cockles of my heart because it's, it wasn't a celebrity show. It was more just about the celebrities yeah. were the creators, the comic creators, sure, artists, artists and writers. Now, I see this guy every year, a Jeremy. I forget, I forget his name, but and his, his, his daughter was there this year, and we were talking, talking, and now they're telling me about all these new TV shows I should be watching all, or I should be streaming, like we talked about uh Oh god, what is that? i wrote it down here somewhere. Uh, Black, Black Mirror. They told me like, I need to watch Black Mirror. I think it's on Netflix. I need to like watch Expanse. It's going on. And I was like, guys, stop it with the TV shows and everything. I'm like, already back. Oh, and I met, I remet the anonymous art donor who gave us some prizes for blood the murder, Adam. Of course, he didn't tell me his name. <laughs> oh, he didn't even tell you his <laughs> name? No, 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 person? no. no he, that's oh, fantastic. That's very nice. <laughs> need to
1: respect his anonymity. Yeah. Oh, wow. Right.
0: Oh, God. Justin from Kentucky. Robert Knoxville. Uh, Chris, Chris Doherty. Uh, the Hardens. I run into the Hardins, out. Get out. Yeah. I haven't seen them in years. Yeah, James and, and Jim. They were up from Florida. Oh. Yep. Lucky bugger. And, of course, Big John Marcy, Marvel Man of the Forums. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And uh, a couple of Sam and his wife, who we, who we met down at the Alex Ross signing, and um, John Big John was very kind. He he had uh, a couple of gifts. He was going to get for you, Shane, mm-hmm. the bood- uh, Boodle, the Booster Beetle two pack. Oh, had it not been canceled. Oh. He was going to get that for nice. you. Nice. So he was thinking of you. Well, I think Chris, you I'm sorry, me. nothing for you. That's fine. <laughs> but he 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 got for me. Uh, Oh, look at that. Oh, wow. Super Weird Heroes by Craig Yoke. That's a pretty crazy cover, too. Yep.
1: Uh, Yes, my nominee for uh, Best uh, Comics-Related Publication of 2016.
0: So I have a copy of that for my very own. And Adam, he got for you. Are you sitting down?
1: Uh, Yes, I am. Indian style.
0: (laughs) The hardcover of the Complete Phonogram.
1: Oh, oh Kieran Gillen and Jamie McKelvey.
0: Yep. Oh, uh,
1: my, I've been wanting to read that. That's wonderful.
0: Yeah, because you mentioned on one of the episodes that you were going to hold out for the trade, but he said, no, no, no. <laughs> so we got you the hardcover. So I have that for you here as well as the other uh, dollar issues for you. That's awesome.
1: Wow, that, that's a very generous gift indeed. Yeah,
0: so that, was, that was very kind. Huh. Uh, I was out... Sunday morning, um, for breakfast at the, at the Red Eye Diner, which is just, because it's tough to find places to eat down there because it's like uh, everything closes in the weekend because it's at the business center sure. of town. So I had I found a twenty four hour diner. It's great. I went, went there, had a nice breakfast every morning, and I was going in Sunday and met some listeners. And you know, I said hi. I do it. I sat at the counter. They were sitting back, and uh, my bill comes, in. the waitress goes, um, "Your bill's taken care of." I'm like, what? Mm. They they bought my breakfast for me. Uh, so I I thanked them for very nicely. So this it's, 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 it's meeting to listeners. It's it's so sometimes very. I, I can't put in words how much it means to me those kind of things like that. Those nice. little little gestures like that. It's unnecessary, but it's, well, it's
2: very good very no nice. Well, because people
0: are out there and listening and yeah, yeah. What doing. Um, one of our listeners. It's, I I think it was. Um, Oh God! I don't remember really, the uh, name, was I think it was Guy or Guy. Um, Adam he uh, showed me some artwork he got. He actually went to Ty Templeton, who was there, mm-hmm. and got a um, sketch of the Scarecrow and Mad Hatter. Ooh. And he showed to me. and said, "Oh, that's awesome!" And I go, "And I go, yeah, because uh, Adam's a big um, Mad uh, Mad Hatter fan." And he goes, "Oh, mm-hmm. here." give him this. He gave me the pencil prelims oh. to give oh. you, Adam.
1: Wow. He, he, what, what did he give you? The, the pencil? The pencil prelims for his sketch. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty fond of the Scarecrow, too, come to think of it, Wow, great yeah. great
3: prelim. Uh, so, so I have wow. that... Uh, I have thank you,
1: that... guy, or... I'm sorry. So I have that prelim for you there, Adam. I've wow. um, got all kinds of lucre waiting for me back at the studio <laughs> right now.
0: <laughs> yeah, you better get it before I give it away. <laughs> 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 and I almost forgot... Uh, I want to give a big shout-out thank you to Rod Hendrick, who lives down in North Carolina and actually was my roommate when I go out to Los Angeles for Gallifrey One. Uh, he was very kind to step in and uh, be my roommate when Adam dropped out. So thank you very much, Rod. It was great to see you and hang out with you, and thank you for uh, <laughs> helping me out there with the room. But, yeah, just a, uh, God, just a wonderful time down there. I, I wish I could have stayed longer. Uh, you know, I plan to go back again next year, and pretty much every year I, I possibly can. And, you know, I don't mind driving down there. As you can see, I can get down there in half hours. Um, <laughs> but I, I definitely want to go again next year to see the new store and just see who they bring again next year, because yeah. they're always bringing uh, creators from all eras. Like, I don't, I've don't, i never seen Joe Jill at a show before. It was great to see it. Now, Adam, uh, let's see if I can, where do I have this list here? Do let's see where okay. So what's the what's the names Adam? Uh, let's see here we go here. Um, Ron Randall, Joe Rubenstein, John Tottlebin, and who's the other one there? Arvell Jones. What do they have all in common, Adam?
1: Hmm. Just like a moment. Hmm. Well, they. <laughs> I think they've all worked for D.C. at one time or another, but uh, I, I don't know what you're driving at, Brian. Go ahead and tell me. Uh,
0: they, along with Alan Davis and Joe Gill have now signed our bound edition of
1: nice. D.C.'s ah. Who's Who. All uh, right. Well, then, I was right. They all worked for D.C. <laughs> yes. <laughs>
0: yeah, this is, it was great <laughs> to just go around and get this thing signed. And, of course, Bill Sankiewicz also was supposed to be, but he did not make it, so we had him signed it as well. But it's good to go around and get this signed up. There's now 31 signatures on the uh, dc who's who book mm-hmm. which we have bound in that the studio
1: it's a well-traveled library binding.
0: <laughs> it certainly is all right you did me a solid i at did Heroes
1: too
2: yeah i did what'd i do for you you found justice league oh, that's... volume that i was missing and justice league number 75 i think it yeah, was I that am. i have been looking for for a while and didn't want to pay through the nose for a good reader copy with a solid cover so that was super duper appreciated oh hey you're very welcome it's fantastic.
0: Now, Adam said he can't necessarily hear um, uh, the m- <laughs> music, so we'll see how this goes here.
1: <laughs> I, I can guess what you is playing right now. You would be guessing right. <laughs> yeah, if I can read the context very well.
0: <laughs> All right. So once again, it's time for an episode, and an episode installment of <laughs> Muddle and Murd, our <laughs> trivia segment, and this head now is with bonus material. Uh, up for grabs in this um, for now, again for anonymous art donor, if you model murder the murder is a um, print of the private eye Ugh. signed and numbered by Marcos Morton. Wow.
1: Oh my.
0: Now to go along right with book. to go along with that, our friend Wayne Musso donated some of the things he got at Heroes Con. He donated also the Heroes Convention uh, uh, print nice. of Telos, uh, with Mike Ringo, Katie Jones, and Rico Renzi working on it, as well as his prize from the Inkwell Awards. This is an 11x17 full-bleed color print. It depicts Merle Dixon from The Walking Dead. It was rendered and signed by Michael Golden.
2: Wow. So Michael Golden, Michael
0: Golden signed prints, so all those prints could be yours if... You bought a You ready?
1: <laughs> you reminded me of Rod Roddy uh, finishing <laughs> his description of a final showcase on the showcase uh-huh. show.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. I've watched
3: way too much TV what as a child. has been a great game show.
0: I love,
2: <laughs> oh yeah, I love The Price is Right.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, okay. All
1: right, list. so who's our lucky contestant our lucky here? Our
0: contestant is Jason Keen. He goes, Hello again. Oh. Yes, from Matizanis High School.
1: That's right. You know, he, he told me a while ago that he was going to uh, consult uh, the, the high school students that make up his uh, comic book club down there, some of his students. Nice. And ask them to come up with some questions for me. So I'm nice. assuming that's what we're looking at right here and right now.
0: Here it is. Hello again, guys. This time, rather than send in questions for myself, these come from the members of Matazanis High School's comic book club. Go easy on them. <laughs> Question number one, Marvel, 2001 to the present. What is the real name of the Blue Ear?
1: The Blue Ear? Yes. Okay, well, he told me that his students are pretty uh, hopped up on Deadpool and Harley Quinn, so I'm assuming the Blue Ear is a Deadpool-supporting character. Um, Didn't know such a character existed. Um... Irving Forbush. <laughs> yeah.
0: Good guess. No, Dr. Pedro Perez. Ah, uh, Marvel alliteration. Cool. All right. Question two Image 1970 to 2000. Which ancient culture is a part of the Shadowhawk mythos?
1: Hmm. Uh, I'm going to say the Incas.
0: The Egyptians.
1: All right. over for 2.
0: Now, this one could be in your wheelhouse.
1: <laughs> well, the process of illumination it's DC uh, prior to 1970. That so. is
0: correct. Name at least two of the nicknames given to the original members of Challengers of the Unknown, who are Kyle Morgan, Matthew Ryan, Leslie Davis... And Walter, Mark, Haley. Any two of their nicknames?
1: Okay, Prof and Red. The other two are Ace and Rocky, of course.
0: <laughs> Did not, yes. Without any hesitation. Yes. <laughs> Kyle, Ace, Morgan, Matthew, Red, Ryan, Leslie, Rocky, Davis, Walter, Mark, Prof, Haley. All right. Well, thank you very much, Jason, and your comic book club, but you were not muddled.
1: Yep. I, I don't feel like I really needed to go easy on them either there, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> so the prints... Pretty good questions in there. Would, yeah. they, they really, if anything, they were too easy on me. They should have asked, uh, <laughs> like, what are the real given names of Prof. Ace Rocky and uh, Red, because I'm not sure I would have known them. In fact, oh. I'm sure I didn't.
0: Mm, interesting, interesting. All right. So what else we got on the docket today, gentlemen? Anything else? Let's talk about... Um Oh, oh! I had something else, but you go ahead. No, go ahead, man. Okay, I—I <laughs> I, I, roll. I know. Well, I—I—I I, 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 I had this segue and I, I let it slip when we we're talking about Looney Tunes, mm-hmm. about recent comics. Mm-hmm. I recently picked up some spoilers, perhaps Batman and Omer Fudd. I didn't get that yet. So, I'm not sure what's wrong with me because I—well, <laughs> I—I let this go by and didn't order it. You know, I should know better. Well, first of all, it was four ninety nine. I guess, and I think I sort of poo pooed the idea of like Looney Tunes and the superheroes is like Bugs Bunny but it's and the... Tom
1: King and Lee Weeks, right? So. But you
0: know, like because there was a Bugs Bunny with a Lo- uh, the lead superheroes. there's a Tasmanian Devil and Lobo. There was Martian Manhunter and the Marvin, Marvin Martian. Martian
2: Space Ghost and Green Lantern.
0: Yeah, but Battle um, I just I said, guys. But of course, it's Tom King with Lee Weeks, and this thing. I'm not gonna swear, but it's it's effing fantastic, yeah. <laughs> dear sweet God. The first story is 30 pages. Jeez. wow! It's got a noirish feel. It's not silly. There's caricatures of the Looney Tunes people in there. You know, like uh, uh, Yosemite Sam, Sylvester, and Tweety. You know, Porky as like real humans, <laughs> huh? And they, they, they. There's a. It's centered around a female character in Batman's history who you don't really see too much about anymore. And it's a great story. And there's just some great Lee Weeks artwork. And by the way, it is like, so. I'm down at Heroes Con, and of course Lee Weeks recognizes me. Mm-hmm. And so we're chatting and so forth. And, you know, he's just just a sweet guy, a tremendous talent. He, you know, asks about, hey, you know, you guys are going to do another Super Show. It's like, oh, boy. <laughs> we I would, I would love to because he had a great time at Super Show. Yeah. And, and, like, these creators who talk to me about this, it just breaks my heart because it's like it was so much fun. But it was a lot of work to do. And it's uh-huh. like there's so many cons going on right now. I don't think have our little well, show. May- these... Maybe
3: as we approach our 2,000th episode we can oh, think of don't, something.
0: Don't put that on the record there. <laughs> <laughs> it
3: could be something small. I never yeah.
0: But just what a great book, and I should have known better with Tom King and Lee Weeks. And then the second thing is an eight-page, just slapstick story written by Tom King, sort of in the line of the rabbit season, duck season thing with Batman <laughs> in it. And it's like, it's a laugh riot. And it's like, when I heard about it on, like, the, the Facebook, the Facebook, I said, I, I, I got to go buy it. So I bought the book. I paid five bucks for it, and it was
3: worth it. You know that's high praise because most books they charge when you charge you five dollars. It's not worth it. And yeah, that, that's that's yeah. high praise, pants.
0: And it's I it's, I I, I, sh- I should have known better. With, with uh,
3: <laughs> anyway, so <laughs> Chris, you had something you wanted. Well, I wanted to mention uh, the weekend you were in as Con, We did a, a big back issue sale.
0: Oh, that was, that's my list
2: Yes, I, I did
3: make it to that. And sh- <laughs> I, Shane, of course, I was honored when your <clears throat> august presence graced my uh, threshold there.
2: I get to help finish off. Uh, Fill in some stock. That was nice. fun.
3: And uh, it, your help, help of the last hour was, was invaluable. Oh, Thank you. That was nothing. <laughs> um, but uh, the sale went very well. And it, it went so well that – well, let me rephrase that. It went well, but we have so much stuff. We're having another sale yeah, you later had, this like, month. you had 40,000 yeah, we'll, books. We'll, I'll talk more about that in a moment um, with a different twist on it. But uh, a lot of listeners came in. Good. And uh, unfortunately, because in the early the sale, I didn't write anybody's names down. Mm. And I apologize for that. One gentleman, I'm going to butcher your last name because um, it's, it's, it's in my, my poor uh, middle-aged memory now, but Paul Fensel or Fenzel, forgive me, sir, for mispronouncing that, hell of a nice guy. He, he bought a on one Wall book. He really praised the show. And, he, and, and bless him, he bought out almost my entire run of Warlord, <laughs> which is wow. one of the hardest back issues to ever to sell. Not because wow. it's bad, just people don't seem like Warlord. He bought almost all. Thank you, sir. <laughs> um, but, but there were many listeners that came out. Again, I apologize because all the names have escaped me. But it's, like you, Pants, it's so nice to meet people yes. who really appreciate what we do here. And, and they don't have to be nice. They're no. To, but they are. No, <laughs> <yeah>. and <laughs> and they, and they, they say, hey,
0: you they, schmuck out of my way and go for the <laughs> issue."
3: Yep, <laughs> and they take the time to introduce themselves and comment on the show. And I know I speak for us all, as you were before, how much we appreciate that. Um, but it was great to do an event that was just so back-to-center. Because, you know, look, the name of the game is with the store today is you have to do a lot of other things, gaming and, and Magic and Dungeons and & Dragons. I don't mean to sound exhausted when I say that, but it is all kind of exhausting when that's not really your primary passion. Yeah. I might mean, have other people help me with that stuff. But it was nice to have a day or a weekend where it was just about comics because um, it's difficult to do that uh, in, in the business now on a regular basis. It was, it was heartwarming to see a lot of people come out for that purpose. And uh, it, it went very well. And I'm going to segue from that because we have so many books now. I mean, our back area where we have... Uh, an open area for for gaming. The whole wall is just lined with with towers of long boxes still. (laughs) So on Saturday, July 22nd, special hours, 10 a.m. to 6 p.m., we're doing a -a Build-A-Box event. So what that means is that everything in the store will will start at 20% off. That means the wall books, the the, the sticker back issues, the 50-cent books, the used trades, the excess pops we have, the toys, everything – but if you buy a short box for two fifty and the only thing that doesn't apply wall books are excluded, they're only twenty percent, but you can fill that short box up with anything you want, whether it's tune tumblers, whether it's toys, whether it's trades, whether it's comics or a combination, everything in that short box is thirty percent off. If you buy a long box for five dollars and you fill it up with anything you want, excluding wall books, Everything in that box is 40% off. <laughs> now, again, we have tens of thousands of back issues still in stock. Like, I don't even need to buy that much for this. Because we have so much stuff. <laughs> I, I can't. I don't have space. We want to get stuff out of there, all right? So if you, if you came to the sale or even if you, if you didn't make it, believe me, there's still plenty of stuff <laughs> to go through. So don't think like I went. There's nothing else to look at. That's not true. There's no way you could have seen everything. <laughs> So and if you if you missed it, there's, here's your chance to, to come in again. Um, again, base twenty percent off on everything, and our stuff is below guide as it is, so that's a good deal right off the bat. And then on top of that, build a short box for two fifty, get thirty percent off. Build a long box for five bucks, get forty percent off those contents. So that's July twenty second, from uh, ten a.m. to six p.m. I'll be there. That's awesome. Uh, so I, I, that's Bill's idea, by the way. He came up with the idea of, of the Build-A-Box. We've done Build-A-Box before, but this is a little more, um, not complicated, but but there's more to it. It's more generous. So it's more I, Mass. I, yeah. So I, No, well, <laughs> there's more options. So so Because I think sometimes people feel intimidated, like, I-, I can't fill up a box. Yes, you can. <laughs> and, and with the amount of stuff we're going to have and the discounts we're offering, and it, hell, you can put, like, I'm going to put 10 Toon tumblers in my box. There, you're done. Okay. So, we're doing that on uh, Saturday, July 22nd.
0: And let's talk about the show in Morristown. This yes. Uh, the Garden State Comic Fest. Yep. In, now, was this at the uh, a hockey arena? Yes. The it's roller the rink. Oh, yep. Yeah. I've been there before. Yep. This is in Morristown. This is happening this Saturday. Um, and Sunday. Saturday and Sunday. Yep. July 8th and July 9th. And, Chris, you're setting up there. Now, yep. are you a first-time vendor? I exhibitor? am a first-time
3: vendor Now, I'm doing this show because... My dear friend Ryan, who you, all, who you all in the room know, he's been to it. He said it, it had a great turnout. And, and some of my fellow comic book dealers I know, like my old friend John Paul of com, my old friend Mike Williams is a long-time comic dealer. They've done the show. They did really well at it. And they said it's got a, it's very comic-oriented. Um, and since so I got back into wall books, one of the reasons I got back into selling wall books, besides my love of them, is that, frankly... If you want to do, let's say, a, 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 one of these larger shows, you can't afford the space unless you bring wall books because the spaces are not cheap, especially in, in the New York, New Jersey area. Um, so I've got a full wall, so I'm ready to go, and I'll be bringing you know, a wide variety of back issues. I'll be bringing news trades. I'll be bringing uh, tune tumblers. Everything will be discounted. Um, but I, I'm really looking forward to this event because I haven't done a show this big in, in a long time. So and it's local, yeah. Um, and uh, it's got a great guest list. I'm going yes. to I'm to get a Tom Palmer sketch. Damn it, <laughs> yeah. uh, if I can. I've mm.
0: I've been to the show. I think it was two years ago, and it was it was pretty nice. Now, of course, they have the uh, the celebrities there. But mm-hmm. listen, to the celebrities: John Wesley Shipp, oh. Dean Cain, are oh. celebrities. Yeah, Lauren Lester. Mm. Oh my goodness! Uh, and then you have the um, the uh, comic guests, and this is just. Adam Kubert. I'm going to go off of the Adam Kubert. Uh, let's see who else we got here. Barry Kitson. Oh. Billy Tucci. Bob Allman, as you mentioned. Yep. Bob Wyacek, who has not, as of yet, signed the, uh, the book oh, here. Oh, the book. Uh-huh. Um, Bud Root. Buzz is going to be there. Chris Batista. Uh, Colleen Doran, who has also not signed wow. the book. <laughs> I will, I'm, I'm probably going to be going there Saturday if I can worry. David Finch. Oh, God. Greg Hildebrandt, uh, Jan Gersama, who has signed the book, <laughs> Jim Calafiore, Joe Staten, who has signed the book as well.
3: Um, Joe State was a super show guest.
0: Yep. Keith Giffen, who has not signed oh. the book. And actually, I want to talk to Keith Giffen if, if I get a chance because I want to tell him much I loved Sugar and Spike, oh. which, which I mm. did. And actually, I forgot to mention Josh down at Heroes Con, gave me a copy of the D.C. Silver Age Classics. <laughs> when they were closing up, I guess, the Sparta, Illinois plant, they did one last run of reprinting some classic comics. They were printing, like, Action Comics 252, Detective Comics, I think, 255. And they, re- they printed, for the very first time, Sugar and Spike number 99. It was never released, so they gave me a copy of that. And I did not have it, so thank you very much for that, Josh. No. I want to mention that. Um, the Simonses, Walter and Louise Simonson will be there. Uh, Mark, McKen- Mark McKenna. Good old Mark. Neil Vokes, Robert Atkins, Scott Hanna will mm. be there. Oh, uh, my goodness. who else we got here? Uh, Tom Mandrake, Tom Palmer, Tom Rainey, V. Ken Marion. So I'm pretty sure I'm going to try to go out there wow. and at least get three more autographs on the, on the book and maybe, you know, some back issues. And so you know, maybe I might see you there, Chris.
3: Honored, brother. I'm needing someone to spill this and go to the bathroom. <laughs> i'm doing it by myself so
0: oh well i'd be happy to um look over your books while you're not there
3: <clears throat> You can trust me right oh look how pants tries to act like he's like a shady character <laughs> yeah. it's impossible come
0: on uh, uh, yeah, he almost twirled his mustache <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now I'm, I'm sorry if i've monopolized the conversation if guys have anything else you want to bring up please now's the time because i got more stuff if you're not going to say anything shane uh, okay uh, let, let me whatever. throw something
1: in here then yay uh, you remember some time ago uh, a package arrived at the studio for me containing some issues of Marvel's new universe New universe title, Cyforce? Yes. Right, and I said that there was uh, more new universe stuff on its way. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, it turns out I was mistaken, uh, that the package that arrived was the package I was expecting. I was okay. just thrown off because it was from a sender, other than the one I was expecting. Uh, the, uh, yeah, I have the box right here. Joey Yee is the name that appeared on the box, but it turns out it was actually sent by long time listener and good friend of ours, Christopher Beckett. Ah! Oh. Oh. And so he is the one who, he's my new universe benefactor here. He just, uh, <laughs> uh, Joey Yee was just like a, an eBay vendor out in Washington state uh, with whom Chris says. So the, it, this isn't even a case of Chris sending me copies of SciForce he had sitting around. Uh, this is him going out of his way to actually purchase wow. issues of Cyforce online and send them to me so that I can read them. Wow. So credit needs to be you know, placed where credit is due and tremendous thanks as well. Thank you very much, Chris, for, uh, sponsoring my uh, exploration of this uh, peculiar little uh, uh, evolutionary cul-de-sac of Marvel's publishing history that is the new universe. I've been given to understand there's some pretty good stories in there, and I will... uh I'm going to be adding the these Cyforce issues to the uh, little queue of uh, r- of older runs of material that I've been working my way through, including Infinity Inc. and Marvel's Godzilla, and now Cyforce is being added to that as well. So I will read that and I will report back to Chris and everybody else out there in CGS land who would like to know what I think of these 30 uh, you know, year old uh, Marvel <laughs> experimental comics, Cyforce.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat>
2: God, 30 years—that's terrible.
0: Jeez, uh, I want to throw in a little TV talk. I'll try to be non-sports as I can. Chris, are, are you caught up with the current Twin Peaks?
3: I am two episodes behind.
2: Oh, <sighs> I'm still working my way through the original Twin Peaks. Okay, okay. One thing,
3: One. Can I say one thing? You can't right, say The last one thing. episode, because we, we'll spoil a little bit. Then is that all right? Um, you've been forewarned. Yes, okay. listeners. <laughs> so the last episode I watched was the one, it's the seventh episode, Pants, by the end of it, I was actually, I was nearly, I have to admit, I was nearly in tears. Because it was, and I, I, I've been really digging what Lynch is doing, because I had faith that he would start to build. And in the seventh episode, I was like, okay, I really feel like I'm watching Twin Peaks. Like, it, he starts to bring everything together. When Cooper takes down... The yes. little person assassin. Yeah. And and you you start. Instinct kicked in. You see the instinct and you, and you start to, to to see where this is all going, and just and when they bring out the missing pages from Laura Palmer's diary.
0: Oh
2: my God! And, yes.
3: And, and you know. Well, and then two they, they, three and, of three. And, and, and two of them and and they bring back uh, Warren Frost before he died in real life. As, yes. As the doctor on on Skype, which was a great touch, and he's talking about his English muffins like. I got so excited because I, I I I'm probably gonna watch one tonight when I get home because I'm again I'm too behind. Oh, but okay. Well, the, the, am I correct in saying it's really starting to build now towards?
0: Well, episode the latest episode I think was episode eight, and oh, it was extremely. WTF is what I gotta say? <laughs> As I I mean, honest to God, <laughs> it, you're you're watching it. There's a continuation, I think, of the earlier episode. And then for the last 45 minutes, it's like you go back to the atomic blast in 1945. Oh, I can't wait. (laughs) It's it's weird. There's very little dialogue. There's just some weird stuff going on. And I was just like almost, does he want me to turn the TV off? Is that what he's trying to do here? But I stuck with it. And I'm not sure what I just watched exactly, um, and <laughs> but it's like so. Maybe if you get, a, maybe we'll see you Saturday. We can talk about it okay. Saturday. And it's like I'm looking at it. It's like, well, I I, I, did, I, I just I think, watched. I
3: lost an hour of my life was now. Not, but, was, there, was there an episode this past Sunday?
0: There was not. Okay, so I've only Sunday. missed one then. Yes. Okay,
3: because the episode I watched. Here's the other reason why I was so moved by it. Laura Dern. Oh, my God, yes. When she goes into that prison, <sighs> I think she should get an Emmy because her performance. Yeah, how about, and, pardon me, how about Diane? We met Diane and, finally. It, it, it's Oh, my and, God. And, uh, Why am I shouting
0: and gesticulating like this? <laughs> yeah, I don't know.
3: My favorite, I'm a huge fan of the, the late Miguel Ferrer's Albert character. Oh, yes. And I, I just thought that, that episode, which is the seventh one, and I'm not surprised Lynch went Totally off the deep end in the next one because that just makes sense. Because this, this, this episode was in many ways the most linear and concrete like what was happening in it. And um, – but it was so moving and powerful when, when she confronted the doppelganger. Um, and, and by the comic, Lachlan's acting in this show. I mean think about all the things he has to do in this show. I mean it's It's tremendous. So I'm very much looking forward to the, the mind fudge in episode. Oh eight. I, oh my god, just prepare yourself. But I, I think you have to be patient. I just Oh you, you to gotta, gotta be it. patient. You gotta stay with it. Holy
0: cow, do you gotta be patient? Dear sweet God. Um I'm gonna keep going here because I did something that I I, I fought for the longest time. I actually subscribe to HBO now. Okay. Wow. I never have
3: I don't know how I saw. I think I Where read rented a start 1978, 79? Oh yeah, I mean
2: I was a <laughs> subscriber from my parents in three the. I'm a little, I'm a, and I'm I'm a little the behind the curve,
3: but you know I, I've
0: rented some of the DVDs <laughs> of like I, I've seen all of Larry Sanders show. I love oh, Larry. Oh, that, that was amazing. Of, I've seen yeah. all Sopranos, but you know I got off the of of DVDs for that, uh, and I had seen up to season five of Game of Thrones. I'm starting that this summer through all the DVDs. I never watched it. So, and then in a, uh, and about a week and a half from now, Series 7 starts. So I said, well, i got to watch six. Season 6. So I watched Season 6 over two nights. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I'm caught up with that now. How many episodes is that? Ten hours. All right. Well, that's not
3: terrible. Yeah.
0: I've got nothing going on in my life right now. <laughs> not a single thing. When I'm not working, I'm in front of the TV, or I'm reading a comic, or I'm sleeping. That's it. Why am I yelling? But anyway, so He's i
3: sc- bent up. So yeah. I subscribed
0: to that, and then of course you you know with your subscription you get the HBO Go and you get yeah. the HBO On Demand. So I'm going down the On Demand, and I'm like, okay, there's Curb Your Enthusiasm I, I've seen a lot of those on a funny DVD. show. Okay, that's that's that. That's yeah, a funny show. Okay, of course there's Larry Sanders. Oh, there's leftovers. I hear good things about that. Yeah, I haven't seen that. Christopher Eccleston, Christopher Eccleston was in that. It's like, oh, that's pretty cool. I keep going down. Oh, there's Westworld. I've, I've heard good things about that.
2: That I want to see.
0: Then I get they have The Wire. Oh, The Wire's. I've never seen frame huh. one of The Wire, but every... Even Brian Dean said it's like the best show in history of TV, and it's like it's right there for me. So I'm not going to be on the show for the next four months. I'm just going <laughs> to just be watching HBO and Showtime and reading watched, my back I've issues. I've watched
3: the first three seasons of The Wire. I haven't watched the last two yet. It, 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 I, I agree with Brian. It's it's probably the greatest television show I've ever seen.
0: So I'm I'm looking forward to that. And wow. Crazy stuff. Now, can we talk a little Doctor Who, Shane? I've finished the whole season. I don't want to get into too much details, but they finished up the latest series, mm-hmm. and what ticked me off is that I saw some spoilers months ago that John Sim was back as the master. I did see that spoiler. I saw that. And I saw a hint about who would be in the Christmas, but we saw at the end of, this, of the too. episode. And yeah. it's like, God damn it, why these freaking people? But, and now somebody else, a, a, a Facebook friend of ours, who we've met in person, posted a link about somebody else who's going to be in the Christmas. So I'm like, <laughs> God damn you, what are you doing? Well, I'm just going to curl off my computer and go out the window.
2: Now, uh,
0: I saw this I'm sorry. I haven't been on the air in like 3 weeks
2: and I got a lot to talk about. I saw the John Sim thing <laughs> months ago too yeah. and I just I was like why? Why? Did, why? Why? I didn't read anything and about it. I didn't
0: about the villains. I had and even though I knew that it was a, a Cybermen, I didn't rush to a multi the end of God. Oh. I didn't know that. It's. I knew they were oh. going to be...
2: Okay, so let's start with the Cybermen. Yeah. I was waiting all season for them to come, <laughs> knowing they were coming. So when you get to the last, second to last episode... The I'm penultimate like, episode! The penultimate. I'm thinking, they've got to be on. And <laughs> oh, I didn't make the connection. As soon until as... I
0: started seeing those masks. Oh, I know those masks. As,
2: even before that, as soon as something happened to a certain character that I don't want to say because of spoiling it for others, as soon as the first thing <laughs> happened... In the room before the mass, uh-huh. I knew exactly what was going to happen. I thought you've got to be kidding me. Um, I have a little tiny, little tiny disappointment. we doesn't much. An <laughs> Um, <laughs> disappointment in what happened because I think that was retread a little while ago, and I'll explain why off the air. Okay.
0: Um, Jazz hands.
2: <laughs> I like the whole season
0: for the most part. No, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I love very, Bill. I love, love the, Bill. the callback. To the 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 surprise of who the the uh, blah, 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 blah. I didn't see that coming. Yep, that was, that was a good surprise, yes. and it, it seemed to work. I felt it worked.
2: Yeah, I like I'm the to be um, as vague as I can without. <laughs> I like that this. While I didn't always agree with how the episodes always ended, mm-hmm. some of them were pretty abrupt. I thought that the whole season was much more creepy and intriguing. Not nearly as. Easy to watch and figure out everything. Uh, they went some crazy directions with some stuff. That was a lot of fun to watch. I think they had more fun producing this series than some of the, the last couple. Um, I was a little heartbroken with what happened in the very last episode. Because I really thought something else would fix a couple things. And it didn't. I'm like, oh my god. I thought what John Sim did was fantastic and clever. I sort of thought that's how it would go, but not completely. But I was still very pleased with it. Um, I, I can't wait for the oh, Christmas the special. Oh, the Christmas thing, yeah. I think that's a fantastic direction to go in. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know about the third other person. I didn't see that post. Well, then I won't talk to you about it. Okay. Well, you can. I won't. I don't mind because I don't mind seeing some spoilerish-y things. All right. Um, but, yeah, I thought it was a really good season. And I was, like, six episodes behind a week ago. And I, and I wanted to see everything and the series finale so I could talk about it this week with a, with a bunch of different mm-hmm. people. So I, I really plowed through it over the weekend.
0: And now I've done a little more research. Originally, I thought, because I'm going to London at the end of August for the London Super Comic Convention. Get your tickets now. <laughs> anyway. But the Doctor Who Experience mm-hmm. in Cardiff is closing down this yeah. year. yeah. But it's still gonna be open when, when I'm over there. Nice. But I gotta figure out if I'm getting to London Wednesday morning, and I can't fall asleep on airplanes. How am I gonna go from London to Cardiff and then back in one day and without, and without passing out and without ending up somewhere in the English Channel? Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, I, yeah, I, I wasn't planning on it being open, but it's open. Yeah. So, so, hey, it's like, take I, it in, so if I'm over there, why am I not going to the Doctor Who Experience for one last time? Yeah. Steal a few props. You know, there's a little sonic screwdriver in my pocket. You know, get a couple of those. Get a couple of those. Yeah, I'll take one. You're going? Hey, I'm not going to put myself in line for you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fine. All right. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I, I'm just going on and on. <laughs> I'm actually looking forward to the next one recording. The next one after this. That's gonna be a hoot and a half. Um, Guys, anything else we need right. to discuss? Here's, here's some comic talk for you, because... And I'm not <laughs> going to say how I've done this, but I've read a lot of
2: comics lately. You know how I've done it, but I'm not saying in the world. You probably... If you thought about it, you would. Who? Huh? Um, I read Action Comics, number 978, The Superman Revenge Squad. Great recap of the new Superman's history and the creation of the reven- Revenge Squad. I'm quite curious to see what goes on with that. Birds of Prey 8 and 9 was the Blackbird story. <clears throat> Batgirl and the Birds of Prey, 8 and 9. Batgirl and the Birds of Prey, 8 and 9. Blackbird 1 and 2. Love the story for the undercover canary and the Birds of Prey and Nightwing coming in to rescue her. Like the little twist at the end, and I kind of, really bastard who's going <laughs> to betray them. Well, keep Love reading. But yeah. Um, Batman, so we read the button, okay? Yes. I went back and finally caught up on Batman. Read
0: 14 through 20 and 23. I have to read. I'm up to... I'm a little... Go on.
2: (laughs) Rooftop. (laughs) I am Bane and Brave in the Mold. I I have to read
0: those. That's on my next next to-do list.
2: Liked Rooftops well enough. Interesting story of Batman and Catwoman's relationship. I am Bane was okay. A little bit long, I thought. But the third part was fantastic storytelling in the symmetry of... Bruce Wayne and Bane's upbringing
3: mm-hmm. in
2: very different ways, but very similar things happened to him. So it was very, very well done. Brave in the Mold, uh, quite interesting, fun to see Swamp Thing interact with Batman in a different kind of way than what I would expect, and uh, kind of surprised me at the ending, and Batman has every right to be the way he is at the end of that. Uh, Blue Beetle 8 and 9, loving, loving Jaime in the classic Blue Beetle costume. <laughs> uh, oh, God, I, I can't plots about that enough. <laughs> I've read all the JLA books. I'm completely caught up. I didn't write down all the storylines. I'm still having a lot of fun reading those. Mm-hmm. The Justice League of America, not quite as much fun as Justice League, but still up there in my first five books that I pulled to read. Um, read Star Trek, Book and Mirror, Free Comic Book Day, and Number One. Love the JK artwork. Oh, my God fantastic story i cannot wait i love he's been posting pictures of his covers i've I've watched videos of his covers. i've watched when he does the live ones and comment on it oh it's so much fun uh i love the mirror universe stories when they're told so this one with the next generation cast is right up there with so far in those two issues man absolutely fantastic i'm way behind on star wars but i read issue 12 so that was fun fine way to end that story arc whatever it was i read mask three and four which were good It's not quite as good of a book I wish it would be, but I'm still enjoying it. I am sad that it's still being canceled, though, at 10. I hope they're still out there in the universe. I think they're in one of the crossovers coming up, but I wish Mask was a little bit more prominent again. I read Motor Girl 1 through 3. That's crazy fun in a weird kind of psycho wacko way. Keep going. Uh, It's
3: awesome, awesome, awesome.
2: And that's the stuff I've read the last 10 days or so.
3: Nice. I want to praise the uh, <clears throat> the first issue of Luke Cage by one of my favorite uh, working writers right now, David Walker. And I don't have it in front of me, but uh, he really grasped the essence of Cage immediately. Uh, he's looking, you know, the story. I don't want to spoil it too much if someone hasn't read it yet. But if you're a fan of Luke Cage, if you like the Luke Cage show, which I thought was a wonderful tribute to the, the spirit of the comic character.
2: Still have to watch it.
3: Definitely pick up. Uh, Luke Cage number one I, I think two is out now as well it's on my pile so again David Walker continues to just impress me as one, as one of the I think one of the best writers right now in comics everything he's touched I've I've enjoyed immensely so I, I, I highly recommend that Adam anything else to add here
1: nothing to contribute at this time no <laughs>
0: okay <laughs> well if there's nothing else then I guess we'll uh, we'll wrap it up here I want to thank everybody for their patience in us putting out an episode. because it has been quite a while. Hope you're still out there listening. It's always fun doing these
3: <laughs> comic talks where I just start It's like watching you getting red.
0: <laughs> yeah, that hasn't happened in a while. <laughs> All right, so once again, we have a new sponsor. This episode was brought to you by Zia Comics. Check out their website, ziacomics.com, and uh, their podcast, Talk Nerdy to Me.
2: Visit us at comicgeekspeak.com. To leave a voicemail, the number is 267 702 6642. To send us an email, the address is comicgeekspeak at gmail.com. Stop by the comic and let us know what you think of all this craziness that happened today and your exploits over the last few weeks follow us on twitter like us on facebook thank you to everyone who contributes to the episode says hello at conventions and comic uh, wild pig sales we appreciate everything it's a lot of fun to meet everybody and as always we are uniting the world's mightiest heroes one listener at a time